And welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I am Larry Monkey, and I'm here with Justin Rogers, Run DFF. Woohoo! What's going on, Larry? How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Week, what is it? Week three, week four, yeah, week, week five. Four, Shit's getting postponed. I don't know what what week is it now. Uh, where are we? Week four now? Yeah, we're entering week four, but who knows when some of these week four games, or at least one of them, will be played. Might be played in week seven or eight. Who knows? We're bringing on a a, a guy that he's the host of the Dynasty Wall Street, which is a fucking awesome pod, and deals with Dynasty Game Night too. But John Bosch is here tonight. What's up, man? Thanks for coming on. Not much. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome, dude. Uh, and I, I, I neglected to to actually mention that you are like the you are the eliminator king. You're like the king of eliminators, right? You invented the eliminator, or, or how did that uh, go down? The FCE <laughs> hashtag FCE eliminator. I don't think I invented the eliminator. Uh, I think I maybe uh, popularized it amongst fantasy football Twitter that wanted to play with like a celebrity. Uh, for charity. So I, I think I can take credit for that. Cannot take credit for the format, but uh, I think I, I think I definitely got it out there a little bit more to people. I uh, got a little exposure to it. So, well, yours might be your, your setup might be the largest series of eliminators out there, I guess. I got to believe if somebody's running more of those, uh, I'll be, I'd be really surprised at this point. <laughs> Is it shocking to see how far and fast oh, it's, it's it's insane. Um, so <laughs> it, it started with, uh, I was like four years ago, maybe. Uh, and I got a message from Scott. I won't forget it. I've told the story before. I was on vacation and uh, down at the beach and literally went in from the beach to get some beverages and check my phone and had a message from Scott. And he was like, Hey, I want to, I want to figure out like ways to do some more stuff for fantasy cares. Like, let me know if you have any ideas. And I had this idea kind of kicking around in my head and I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go ahead and go on right about that. And he liked it right away. And, uh, it just kind of went from there. My, the first year we did it, I wanted to run like 10 leagues, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and rate and raise a thousand dollars was my goal. Uh, I think we ended up doing like 25 or something the first year. And then it, then it basically doubled, then it doubled again. <laughs> and that, and this, this year was insane. I mean, this year we, I don't remember what the total count was at this point, but it was something, it was something like 130 leagues or something like that. It was nuts. I Luckily I was able to bring in some awesome helpers, Russ, Russ Fisher, Alan Hepworth, Matt Price. They were able to help me run it. Uh, Otherwise there was no chance. I, I I was, I was drowning when I, when I opened up the signups this year, I mean, just, it was overwhelming. We do these, we do these in June. So (laughs) if you remember back in June, we were all a little bit nervous that we weren't going to have any football at all anyways. And we were, we had no sports. We had nothing to gamble on. Everybody was just kind of looking for something to gamble with anyways. And uh, the celebrities that had them, uh, they get into it. They, you know, there lots of people pitch in and give their time and it just, it ends up being a lot, a lot of fun. It's a nice little appetizer leading up to Scott Fishbowl. Dude, it totally is, man. Um, I I was saying, I mean, we are, we talk about the Eliminators every week on the podcast, pretty much all since they started, because we have our own, the Hot Sauce Pod has one, Uh, I have one, and 
I was I was bugging you last year too. Like towards the end, I was like, "Yo, I think I can get some guys." And then I was like, "You know what? This sounds like a lot of effort. Let me let me break your balls next. Let me break this guy's chops next year. Like, what? As soon as we, uh, let me get in on the ground floor this next next season." And uh, sure enough, man, I was I was all about it. It was it's it's fun, man. And then and that's that time of year where the draft happens, and then uh, you know, fishbowl. It's like everything is kind of like it's just, and it's well before the season, so you're like you're taking some shots on some guys that that haven't really you know risen to the top yet. So you got that going for you too. But I mean, how many eliminators are you actually in? I do not know. <laughs> Uh, i i i i don't even keep track i I know i i like headed uh three of them by myself i did two auctions one blind bid one uh and then i'm part of a team for dynasty game night and dynasty wall street so there's five Mm -hmm. yeah uh i probably jumped in like i don't know five to ten other ones Mm -hmm. um honestly like i i play in less of them now than I have in the past couple of years because the amount of work that they take to run right. ended up taking over. So I don't get to play in as many. Uh, I'm hoping next year that I can push even more work off on the people that are helping me and then I can play a little bit more. I think yeah. I ended up with probably around 10 total maybe this year. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, unfortunately, because I, I don't have them just pop up on my little dashboard. I have every single league pop up on my dashboard. Right. So I don't, I can't, I can't separate the ones that I'm an owner in and the ones I run in. Uh, But people usually tell me when I'm out. That's usually how I remember Uh, which ones I'm in. People, people manage to let me know when I've been eliminated. Of course. Well, you know, speaking of, Speaking of being eliminated Ugh. and telling someone they've been eliminated. Must suck to get out this early. I can't even oh, imagine. Well, oh. So, yes, I, I was eliminated. I was, I'm was. i the week three eliminator. I don't know. I'm a victim. I equate it to getting flushed down the toilet. For some reason, I, when, someone, when someone's done, I, sent the, I send some like random flush down the toilet gif. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I'm in, I'm in 12 eliminators now. I don't know. So I didn't know that you just signed up for one and I thought you had to like, not apply to get into one, but I figured like you you sign up for a (laughs) bunch and then they like, they take the first, you know, the first 17 or whatever. So I I do, but, but usually what happens is those that fill up that fast, yeah. Uh, the celebrity's like, sure, I'll do another one. So. Right, right, right. So I pretty much got into every one that I yeah. signed up for, which was cool because it was like, you know, especially this year because just kind of we were all stuck in our houses pretty much, yeah. and so it was. And I and I get multiple drafts going on, and you try different strategies for each one. You can like you can play a lot, a lot more loosely, and when you're instead of you're focusing on one, and I and I opted to go. Um, heavy tight end in a bunch because of the the settings. You mixed it up with the tight end, getting three points for a first down catch, like without the yardage, which I thought was just like almost like a cheat code. Yeah. Uh, if you if you really get get in on on the tight ends that perform, and there's a bunch this year. Uh, but yeah, I got. I just went over who I had with Justin um, before the show. And yeah, I mean, my bench was just, I mean, I Kittle, Sutton, Jones, uh, Julio Jones, Deontay Johnson had one point and then Crowder. I just had a bunch of guys that, that had zero, that weren't playing. And the, I guess the bad part of having a best ball is you just, if you don't have enough guys then you're not going to score any points. Yeah. So. And there's, there's several rosters. We only go 16 people, uh, 16 players. Yeah. Uh, defense can be a player. So, uh, you know, it's, yeah. 
this time we're already at the point of the year where literally there's people starting guys that are hurt. Uh, you know, they get a zero starting out and that's just, we're only three weeks in it. That's it's, it's been brutal. I mean, guys that opted out guys that quite frankly, didn't make teams guys that are hurt. Now I did have one where I I was making fun of you for being out, but I I went out last week and won. (laughs) Uh, it was, it was an auction one where I went hard for Mahomes and McCaffrey. And I was like, if I lock in these two, all I have to do is just get like a bunch of other people that just give me options of like solid floors. Like I'll just get some deep, a bunch of defense and kickers with them. And yep. if the deep, you know, if a couple of defenses score me 10 points a week and a couple of kickers score me 10 points a week, these guys will just carry me. Uh, well, that, that, that really works uh, only if they're both healthy. So right. as, soon as, as, soon as, as soon as McCaffrey uh, wasn't playing, yeah, that team was, uh, that team right. was gone. <laughs> so I didn't, I did mention I was in, I did mention I was in 12 uh, I got booted from the open bar auction pod. Uh, also, the the open bar auction uh, eliminator. I, I got I got busted in that one too. So, so I'm down to ten. So we'll see, man. I think I got some good squads out there. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Hey, but you only yeah. have to you only have to win like three now to to get your to get your money back. You know, you only have to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so much fun, man. It was so much fun. It's like such a build up to like the the actual yeah. season that that kicks off. But that, and that's but, what I mean. That's honestly what it's what it's about. No, literally, I don't think anybody gets if you're if you get into these to try and win money, you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> quite frankly, because uh, they're they're hard as hell to win. Uh, but hopefully you get ten dollars worth of entertainment out of it. That's always oh, my goal. That's the best part. So like like we like we've done every week so far. I will now do this to myself. Here I go down the toilet. There it is. I got flushed. It's just really awkward when you take your mic into the bathroom, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. So good luck to everyone else that's left. Maybe Justin will uh, prevail. I don't know. His team sucks. He's been in like the bottom three for the past, like the whole season so far. So that's okay. As long as, as long as you're, you're not, not last. Bottom one asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could talk about Justin a little bit more since uh, we are in a uh, John. I don't know if you've heard of the the uh, Dynasty Trades HQ 16 team HQ one the 16 teamer uh, Superflex. I know what the settings are. Uh, <laughs> team Superflex, tight end premium, yep. <laughs> start 11 with like 45-man rosters if you include IR and taxi squads. So it's just super deep. I'm so, aware of those fellows over there. I know what the league is. Then you would know that I'm the defending champion of this league. <laughs> uh, that, that much I did not know. Oh, I'll, I'll well, be honest. I, um, set, settings settings interest me way more in leagues than who's who's won yeah. in the past. Well, the, Th- Things that have happened in the past, I move on. I move on real fast from the past. <laughs> it's not looking great to be a repeat champion this year. So no. I do have a monster team. Oh, um, wait. I mean, I'm on your show. Oh, congratulations. Good job. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah. We'll start with me real quick. And just because my, my story is really painful. Uh, I do have a powerhouse team in this league. Uh, and I lost another guy this week. I've, I'm already down. It's a start 11. I'm already down Sutton, CMC, and Saquon, and I just lost Dallas Goddard now. Hey, you are you are building for 2021. I'm batting a thousand here. Um, you're, I mean, there. For I, I literally have a team with almost that same setup. Uh, I I cashed it in right away. Like I, I said, I'm I'm done. I'm just I'm I have CMC and Saquon on a team. 
Yeah. I like, I, I, I'm not going to recover from that. I'm not going to give up everything to try and patchwork it together. Like, I'm just going to say, all right, I'm, I'm out. Like uh, I'm on the 2021. Like that's yeah. all, I think that's all you can really do. You can try, but you end up giving up so much when you're <sighs> just trying to keep plugging holes yeah. We're only in week three. So it's not over. Think about like six or seven weeks from now, even if you've plugged holes all the way till now, all the way till then you've mm -hmm. got nothing left. That what's that, that flex seal tape. You're totally out. <laughs> like yeah. you don't have anything left and then you get another hole and then it's just straight down the tubes anyways. So I, yeah, I mean, I'm open to moving Barkley and Sutton, but it's just, nobody wants to even come close to their value right now. It's, it's, it's terrible. So, I mean, I'm really I, basically going to hang on. I'm, I mean, unless I get something and it's not looking that way, I'm probably going to hold on to Saquon. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm holding on to him. I moved him in one league uh, where yeah. I'm the highest scoring team in the league. Uh, and that's with, even last week where I had him on my bench, well, I had him on my IR and I still managed to keep the highest scoring. So after three weeks and still being the highest scorer, I was like, all right, I don't think it's probably the right move to give up in this league. So I'm right. going to, I'm going to move him. And I ended up adding uh, to him to get the Alvin Kamara, which I don't like doing that because I hate having to pay something when it's motivated by an injury because right. of that, that theory that like, I feel like I'm just going to get another injury and like eventually I'm going to run out of ammo. So I don't like using it this early, but I like Kamara a lot. So I didn't wow. feel, I didn't feel too terrible making that shift. And as long as I don't, as long as like Kamara doesn't come in and get hurt right away or Dalvin cook, who's my other like huge running back stud on that team. As long as one of those doesn't get hurt, I can be fine. If one of them gets hurt, then I, then I probably just have to pack it in and say, all right, I, I'm not making it this year, but at least I got my two stud running backs for next year already. The first couple of weeks, all that carnage. And with the COVID news, the COVID news with, uh, you know, Tennessee and, um, you know, with the games that are that have been put on hold or they're, they're postponed or they may be on Monday or Tuesday or whatever. How do you think the values will, will spike and contenders like we were just talking about this you might lose a player how, how do you respond if you are uh, a contender versus the, the rebuilder because right now i'm a contender and i'm juggling this these these major injuries and then the covid news i feel like i got an i got an offer uh in 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 the scott connor league we call it um and i and I turned it down, and my response was, I want to see how the values go. It's a major tight end premium, and he was looking for a tight end. And I, my, my response was, I'm waiting to see what these what happens to COVID because I might want to and – I'm, and I'm kind of – I'm not a contender in that league, but I, I want to see where these guys, their values go with all this COVID news. There's going to be guys that are – you know, if a guy gets benched for three weeks, when, when you're making a run for a championship, don't those values fluctuate? And, and how, how would you react to something like that? I honestly am kind of treating COVID almost like an injury uh, or I can't predict it. I'm not going to try and prepare for it. I'm going to be relatively agnostic towards it. If it happens, then I will try and figure it out. Uh, I do want to have some depth, obviously, but I'm not going to like go out and spend a bunch. Like, and by depth, I mean like, hell, I'll put Adrian Peterson on my bench. I don't, I don't care. Like he's going to be cheap. Yeah. If something happens and I need a guy to play for three weeks, I don't feel great putting him in there, but I can put him in there and he's probably going to get, you know, 
15 to 20 touches in a game. That's volume that might translate into at least a solid floor to get me through. Um, So I I don't think the value of studs, I I mean, I don't, I'm not somebody who really changes the value based on injury that quickly. The value of Saquon didn't really change to me all that much. The value to Saquon to that roster that I had him on (laughs) changed big time because that roster is going for the win. So I had to pay up for Alvin Kamara. The value on the same roster where I lost CMC, like that roster is just shot. Probably, I, I'm not super deep on that team. It's it's very stud heavy, right. so I know I'm I know I'm fighting always like a, a little. I'm walking on a razor in that league as it is. It's a it's a thin thin league by design. Um, so so when that c- comes out, the value of Saquon doesn't really change to me, even though he got hurt. Saquon is just. I'm just waiting now. Like I'm not, his value didn't change to me in that league overall. I mean, I know player values do change. I, that's, that's how I, that's how I operate. They don't really change for me. They change for other people, I should say. And that's what, uh, that's what I try to capitalize on. Right. Uh, If I was in, if I was in that league with you where you are the defending champion and I see that you have a bunch of holes, I would be trying to get your draft capital immediately because I know that you're driven to win. You yeah. want to just try to plug those holes up. I know that you're not going to make it through the season. There's a lot of people that don't want to admit that to themselves. So if you're willing to give up your capital and then two weeks down the road, you lose another piece. All of a sudden, those picks I have of yours that you sold considering they're, you know, the back-to-back defending champion possible. Right. Uh, those picks just go up, up, up in value as your team declines. So when I when I'm in a league with somebody that I know believes they are a contender and i think oh this person is one missing piece away from all of a sudden they're not even in the playoffs i can get their picks at the level that they think they are and then to me i'm just sitting there playing the waiting game because you can't make it through an nfl season unless you have a really deep bench and if you're already struggling to fill production that's not going to just come from nowhere (laughs) you're eventually going to run out of all your future assets so I want to get them before anybody else does. <laughs> I, I'm the same way, John. So a few weeks ago, I traded Minshew for a first, just straight up in an auction league where, you know, of course, those those picks convert to dollars at the end. Yeah. And I looked at the guy's roster. He had lost Saquon. And I was like, I think I can – maybe I can bait him into grabbing a quarterback because he only had one quarterback and Saquon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, if I can just get his first – and he thinks he's patched his lineup up with with Minshew. Now he is in uh, third to worst. Yeah, and and it's terrible. I mean, he's got one of the lowest scoring teams in the league. I now own his first, which is a huge thing. I, I have the top four firsts in that, and I traded for two of them during nice. this season right now. And they both thought they were contenders. And it's like if you look at that roster, it's literally one one move away from being a dumpster. Yep. And, and that's where I'm sitting with those guys. So it's well. always easier to evaluate somebody else's roster too. Like it's hard to, it's hard for me to look at one of my rosters and go, Oh man, this team, this team doesn't have it. And honestly, right after Saquon and CMC got hurt, mm-hmm. like my initial reaction in that chat was like, all right, folks, yeah. I obviously have to reload. <laughs> let me know. Let me know who's available. I started talking with some people. I literally had an offer out to somebody that was about to be accepted and I revoked it. And he messaged me and he's like, Oh man, I was just getting ready to accept that. And I said, I'm glad you didn't because I'm pretty sure I was going to regret it. I, I've kind of just, you know, came come to terms with the fact that I'm not competing 
So I, I need to just hold my, I can't give up everything in the future to try and just patchwork something like that. That's a right. bad, bad strategy. Look, if you get hit hard by injuries this year, you just, you take it on the chin and you say, this isn't my year. That's the good thing about dynasty. There's always next year. Uh, I, well, I, I what can't do you give do up you, assets. What if you do have, what do you, what do you do if you have a bad team that just won't stop winning? Uh, <laughs> oh, I've been there too. That's uh that's really frustrating when you, when you like put these guys in and like Rex, Rex Burkhead goes off and you're like, I, why the hell is he even, I shouldn't even have him on my roster. If I didn't even have him on my roster, I wouldn't be forced to play him. I'm forced to play him because I have nobody else. Rex uh, Burkhead. I mean, I've had uh, Robbie Anderson go off on this yeah. team. Uh, no, no, not that. Sorry. Uh, Alan Lazard, of course, has been doing well. Peyton Barber in week one. I mean, Raheem Mostert. So what I do with those teams is I sell, sell, sell. I sell hard. <laughs> I mean, I sell, I sell hard as hell. Every time a player scores a touchdown, I am mentioning it in the chat. I am sending offers every Tuesday. I am trying to clear that roster. Eventually, you're probably going to lose anyways. I mean, those guys, the people that have those those weeks that just pump you up and you win off the backs of two to three random performances, that's going to regress. That's not yeah. likely to continue. I need yeah. it but to I regress. definitely sell. I definitely sell because I'll, well, I'll give it like give me a. I'll take a little bit lower value then. Honestly, well, it increases the value of my other picks, so I'll take a little bit of a a loss a loss but on the market, you know, just to get that guy off my roster sometimes. So we've been kind of calling, well, I've kind of coined this term. This is the, um, this is the run DFF. This is the HQ one tank tracker. He's tanking, but he's three and oh, how do you think <laughs> when you're three and oh, I mean, <laughs> I can't for the life of me, get these bastards to score more points than me. I mean, I don't understand. My team is not good. Okay. I, I, I gutted this team. I have a bunch of firsts in the next couple of years. And I made moves this past offseason. I had the I had the, the 101 twice. I made moves, got Patrick Mahomes, got it, but got the 101 back with a flurry <laughs> of picks and everything, and then made another move to get Kyler. So I have Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray, and these motherfuckers will not let me lose. Well, he's got you he's got, have, got you, have to, you have to trade. Keep those two, but you <laughs> yeah. have to have to trade everybody else. You just have to. Okay, make, it, so make it so that I you had, have a massive hole at running back. Right. Or a massive hole at wide receiver. Like pick one position group where you can basically not start anybody that's good. Because then you're yeah. gonna be then you're gonna have multiple zeros in your starting lineup. Like from my from my week one lineup, I have traded or from my week one roster, I've traded McKinnon, Mostert, uh, <laughs> Gallup. Uh, I can't believe you traded Gallup, dude. You you have you have said on this podcast that he's like a center a centerpiece for you. Yeah, well, uh, if he keeps scoring. 30 something points. I can't. So if, he, if he's, if he's good, maybe, maybe if he wasn't fifth in targets on the team so far this season, right. Yeah. Well, at being out targeted by Dalton Schultz. Thus far, that's why I feel like I got a pretty good deal today. So you're saying trade and maybe take a little less value. So this, this, yeah, right don't, don't hold out like hoping like, Oh, Alan Lazard's been great. Maybe if I get another week or two, maybe he'll range up into that first value or something. Don't even look for, don't even like try to look for that. Offer, see if you can get a second for him. You're probably not. Maybe send who? Lazard. Send send Lazard in a third. I offered a second. Take a second. He turned me down. Take us. What do you? What? What more do you want out of him? I tried to get a third out of him. I think I tried. No, no. You know what it was? You know what it was? It was a 2022 second. Okay. I just don't have any. 
Does I he have a 2021? 20, no, he's he's got nothing. Okay. No, well, right. I, I mean, I can I can kind of see wanting a 20 uh, and add a third. Then if, 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 in, if, like, if wait. I think if I want to span the league, I could probably get a 2022 20, second or 2021 20, yes. second. I mean. So you, know, you have to send that offer to every single person. Dude, and like, if they all get turned down, what, then, I, then you just take the 2022 20, second and you move <laughs> on. Like you've got, you're going to get profit. Oh, off I love that. Who cares? Yes. <laughs> yeah. My only 21s are a third, a three and a five. Would you take a three and a five for Lazard? No. No. Okay. Yeah. What about what, 2022 20, second? And, yeah, I mean and, that's not. I would. I'm not somebody who thinks that a year actually makes. A lot of people think a year makes a huge round, like a whole round of a difference. I don't no, think that. I, don't, I, yeah. I actually don't believe that at all. Like I would rather have a 2022 first than a 2021 second. I'd rather have a 2023 first than a 2021 second. Like I will. I will wait and be patient for my first round picks. Yeah, because a first round pick hits so much better. Than any second. I don't care if I had to wait three or yeah, four years. I I'd rather have a I'm first. With like I'm with you on that. So, yeah, so I, I agree with that. My only thought process is I'm setting this, I'm trying to set this team up to win in 2021. So I don't want to be Yeah, but you can use that. Year. Just think about it. How many how many players are you gonna draft in 2021? You already have said you have like four firsts. I'm assuming yeah. you have some other seconds. You're gonna if you bring in, you've already got your quarterback set. Yeah, um, it's a 16 teamer, so yep. I'm loaded at. I mean, not not just set. I have the best quarterback pairing in the league right now, which is fantastic. Which Lazard, is fantastic. Lazard's not even going to be in the fucking league in 2022. Come on, he he won't be the fucking number. He won't be the number two in Green Bay. But like I said, I think I can get a second from him across the league somewhere. That's in 2021. I just haven't seen the league yet. And you might, but even if you don't, the 2022 second probably helps you out about the same amount. Think of all the players that you're going to draft. You go into 2021 thinking you're stacked for the win. Maybe you are. Maybe you need an extra piece at some point. Then use that 2022 second okay. then. The issue is, is that that doesn't hold as much collateral come, you know, March when we're trying to move picks. Correct. And the NFL draft is, you know, is around the corner or right after the NFL draft when that second rounder all of a sudden looks really sweet. Whereas yeah. a 2022 second, it still doesn't have the kind of value that the 21 second would at the time so, to make that yeah. but then you just make your all make all your draft picks wait till the season starts and then all of a sudden that 2022 second which is now yeah. the the next year's second all of a sudden it, it's going to get you the same thing yeah. i mean eventually you're, you'll end up in the same spot or you can risk it not get that pick and you can end up with alan lazard on your roster in two years and and you know you know that as well as anybody with that dumpster roster you have now <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Well, no, my roster's still still money. I'm three and zero. I'm still you're three and zero with a really. That's not a good three and zero, man. I'm it's hanging good. by a thread. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get CMC back. I'll get Goddard back. If I could just hold on and and just maybe squeak by until I get those guys back. I didn't have Saquon last year. He was injured most of the year. So he still played. He played all but two games last year. He played. Yeah, he, he, was, he was he was done. He wasn't that great last year. He, I mean, he, he was money during the playoffs, but. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, see, right. I would just be worried about it's like you're hoping for Dallas Goddard. It's six to eight weeks. So by then your season's over. Like it doesn't matter. We're going to be in week seven or eight at, at earliest, probably more like nine or 10. Half the teams in this league are terrible, Justin. Yeah. You know. Oh, I agree. I agree. No, I mean, it's, it's bad. The, the thing is that I think you're, you're trying to hang on by a thread and you've scored 524 points, which is, it's, know, it's, it's it's a it's, it's a slightly above average slightly i'm on the yeah. lower i'm on the lower uh end of the top teams 
do not do not fight hard and spend assets to finish in the middle. That is yeah. that is a long term right. losing strategy. Well, spend assets if you're going to win the league. You're you, not going to win the league if you're in the middle already. Yeah. Uh, and save your assets if you're not, and work to get. You want to hear? Want to Want to hear about the trade offer I turned down today in this league? My good buddy Alex here. He offered me Jamison Crowder and DeAndre Hopkins for Barkley and David and Juco. I mean, I, I don't know if that's terrible because I like yeah. DeAndre. I like DeAndre Hopkins quite a bit, so I I don't know if that's terrible. I don't really um, know if that's terrible at all. I mean, uh, <laughs> Njoku is Njoku is whatever. I mean, he's the he's, back end of even a sixteen man roster with yeah. He's with he's he's probably waiver wire soon unless you're playing in forty four deep you're, you're deep mean, rosters. Okay, um, if you go to next year. I mean, we're talking about a 29-year-old Hopkins versus a 24-year-old Barkley coming off of an ACL injury. Okay, ACL. again, you're talking about behind trying. behind a behind a on a terrible team behind a terrible offensive line, unless they actually upgrade it. Yeah, you're talking about three or four more years of Hopkins. Pro- yeah, pro- I, I think I think they each have probably the same number of years hmm. of of prime prime years yeah. left. Interesting. So yeah, I, I don't think that's as bad of an offer as you think. Yeah, it is. I don't either. <laughs> Honestly, uh, but I love Hopkins, so I mean, I'm, I've always been a huge fan. Well, this was my initial offer to him, and you tell me, you guys, you tell me if if this is trash or not. I offered him Barkley and Goddard for Hopkins, Jefferson, Gasecki, and Perryman. Perryman. Okay, well, I'll take Gasecki over Goddard anyway before the injury. So that right there doesn't do much for me. I mean, you're kind of getting like a free Jefferson. The tight ends, I, I, they're they're kind of a watch. I kind of, I kind of like yeah. Goddard a little bit more just because of how Philadelphia uses him. Goddard, but now he's, yeah, he's, now, a, but, he's, now he's but now he's hurt. So you right. know, uh, that that does knock him a little. They're 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 probably really close to even. Uh, yeah. And like I said, I just said uh, Hopkins and Barkley aren't terribly far apart for me. But I feel so like- I mean, like you're getting a free Jefferson. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I wouldn't, but, I wouldn't but, take I that mean, deal if I, I was mean, him. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with Barkley and I mean yes, Barkley and Hopkins are 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 relatively are on equal footing, but Hopkins he was like a he was going in like the the third third round in Who draft. gives a shit? Who gives yeah, a shit right. what happened they, yesterday, right, a month Larry, ago, three months ago? Right. Larry, Literally none of here. that matters at all. Right. <laughs> but if you were drafting league, it's isn't redraft. Oh, you're right. Larry, it is. It is it's a dynasty league. So what yeah. happened when a, investment cost means zero, exactly. zilch, nothing. Here. As soon as the investment is spent, it means nothing. I didn't Larry, mean it. I didn't mean it like that. I, I mean, I, you know what? I actually hate when people do that when they reflect on the draft capital, but but let me give you a scenario versus Hopkins. Hold on, on, Larry. Let me give you a scenario. You're in April, you're in April and it's a startup and Saquon is out for the year. Are you drafting Hopkins or Saquon first? If you know, you're not getting anything out of Saquon this year. If it's, there's no chance. Yeah. Dynasty league startup. There's zero chance you're taking Barkley knowing he's going to miss the entire season before a a player that's scoring. It's going to, he would drop. But so if it's no, but you're talking matter. April right now. You're talking April or whatever. I'm not yeah, saying right. if this was last Hopkins, April. Hopkins was is was in no man's land. Also, I mean, he wasn't injured, but he was kind of like okay. Whatever. Let's 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 actually go a different direction instead of talking yeah. about last April. Let's talk next April. Like Hopkins continues to just get fed fucking targets in 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 a nice offense with a great explosive quarterback, fun play caller. You know, we love where he is now. Hopkins probably coming in the next year as what the wide receiver 
Somewhere in the what? one to yeah. four range, maybe. I don't know. There. No I way. See, I, I, you're you're, yeah, just wrong. you're be... straight up wrong there. I don't yeah. think so. No, no. I mean, Michael Thomas I, and Devontae. I, I, I think you're I think you're valuing your asset as Saquon Barkley is going to be the running back one next year. DeAndre Hopkins no, isn't going to be a number, isn't going to be top seven. It's, okay, I think it's reversed. Okay. Top seven. Okay, <laughs> I think he's going to be top four. I, I honestly, God, I think it, he'll, for me, he'll probably be like top two. But in a startup, league, honestly, beyond beyond my yes, in a startup dynasty league, I think they go in the same yeah. round next year. Oh my goodness! Beyond beyond Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams, who is going to go before DeAndre Hopkins? If DeAndre Hopkins keeps balling like oh, he has this year, let's go to the video. I mean, DJ Moore has has fallen off right now. Yeah. He, nobody, Teddy Bridgewater. Nobody, nobody's taking him over. Nope. Everyone takes ser- injuries way too seriously. I mean, Chris Godwin. I don't think so. I think he's still probably up in that top. Maybe a second. Maybe the second tier. He was a second rounder. So Godwin was a second rounder in the offseason. Hopkins or Godwin? Hopkins. For me, right for me right now. Oh, it's Hopkins. I've had Hopkins. I've had Hopkins above him the whole time, and I expect Hopkins to stay above him the whole time. I've got Hopkins tied to Kyler Murray, who is just feeding him the ball. I got Godwin tied to a, I mean, a brick back there with an arm because, because I mean, this is about to crumble. I mean, Tom Brady is not built for this league to be here forever, and they don't have anything behind. So, what's Godwin's future? We have no idea. Godwin and Evans feasted as a pair. Oh my God! You're, make, you're making me trade Barkley for Hopkins right now. And, Why do you and, think that you're going to get an entire year of production this year that you won't get out of right. Saquon? You're right. You're right. And that has to that has to affect your thinking because if you were to draft right now, you wouldn't draft Saquon over Bar over Hopkins because he's worthless to you in your lineup right now. He would probably drop to the third or fourth round. Hopkins would be a late first rounder right now. I'm gonna try and get Jefferson thrown in. I don't. I don't blame you. But you might, you know, you might not want to uh, reject that other trade. You might just want to leave it on the burner, and then if you need to go back to it and hit accept before you Crowder, I don't know, man. I don't See, know. I like, Crowder, I like Crowder a lot more than Njoku. Okay, so listen to what Justin just traded. This is this is a trade that just went down. He traded Mostert, who he's been. This was a trade he did with Stompy, and he he got rid of Mostert and Gallup. Wait, and a third. So you got it on the on the show sheet thing, whatever. You got it a little wrong. Oh, it sorry. was Mostert, Gallup, and my third or a third. I can't remember who's third. Oh, yeah, dude. I couldn't believe that you gave – I was just like, fuck. I, I, Four. Let me be Gallup. real clear. I don't care at all about a third and a 16-team. Yeah, right, right. right, right. <laughs> That's why I threw it. That's why I threw it in. If he was yeah. offering me like $500 fab. Let me tell you something. There is not a damn thing no. on the line. There <laughs> literally, that is completely worthless. Last year, Sipes ran nine hundred and something dollars for Darren Waller, and no one spent anything on anything the rest of the year. Like we were all like, "Shit, we should have spent that." I should have traded for Fab and spent a thousand and one. Like it yep. was just there is nothing out there. So Mostert, uh, Mostert and Gallup for a twenty-one first and a twenty-two second. Yep. Mostert and Gallup. Okay. Yeah. Now, have you looked at fair? I think Gall. I mean, Gallup might have pulled a little bit more. I'm not a big Mostert fan, to be honest. Uh, and he's a running back. Like running backs, he might not be on a team next. He's a 20. Year. I think he's 29 as well. He's 28 and if, or 29. And if he's in a rebuild, I I think that is a little giving away Gallup a little bit. I but I'm like uh, right. Well, that that would be okay. But I don't mind. I don't mind. Honestly, a first and a second for Gallup. I don't mind that at all. And then you're kind of giving away Mostert, but like, uh, that doesn't. I don't. I don't think you're going to look back and regret no. giving out giving away Mostert. Mostert. I think that one you might regret giving up Gallup, 
maybe you could have gotten another second thrown in, but like you wanted them off your roster. So it helps you. Right. Exactly. I I don't need the points. So I needed both those guys gone because most are going to come back in a week or two. And then I'm going to be score more points. And he's uh, the, the first rounder I got is not a good team. It's Madman's team, and he admitted on while he was with us, he probably should have probably should have sold while he could. He's, I think, it's probably going to be a top half, six, seven pick somewhere in there or right. better. Well, yeah, so man. When, you're making those, right now, when so. you're making those picks, you won't be worried about Gallup. That's no, yeah, because Gallup, that's gonna, true. Because we're talking about you're in a 16 team superflex. You're guaranteeing that Lawrence Fields and Lance are going to go sometime in those top six. Yeah. So now I'm looking at one of these stud receivers coming out. I Correct. feel completely comfortable with that. I mean, or running back. I mean, there's you're, there's there's some good running backs too. You're not exactly. I mean, like uh, you're, you're going to get a, if it's a yeah, if it's a top half player, then yeah, yeah, you're. Uh, I, would that, I would give that. I would give Gallup for that. Just, yeah, that's, just like, that's a big just like, difference. Just like when you're making that twenty twenty two second pick, you won't <laughs> think about Lazard either. <laughs> He's actually right. You won't. He, this, this, no, this one he got right. Be. So, like, I mean, like I, I said, you see, you guys are stuck on this 2022. I got five dollars that says I can get a 21 second out of this. Dude, oh, you and you might, you're probably right, but you haven't put in the effort. So, you no, I haven't. And you, you got to decide do, do you want the stand. effort or do you want the no, easy see, trade that just is ready to oh, go? I don't have it. I don't have that many leagues that it matters. I think I'm in like 10 <laughs> leagues. So, but if I spam, if I, I like to wait till Thursdays because then people are starting to set lineups. And I like to wait till Thursdays and just spam the league. And everybody's looking at it going, shit, I could really use a player that's scoring 10, 12 with a good ceiling, especially if Adams is out, you know. So, like, I I like to do that on Thursdays because that's when people start to focus on what they've got going on this week. And it's like, oh, shit. You Tuesday, know, I don't want Tuesday's my trade offer day. One, I hate looking at waivers, so I don't fucking feel like doing it because <laughs> waivers are waivers are shit. I basically never get anybody off of them anymore because I don't fucking care. Uh, but trades, I love trading. So I send them on Tuesday because then it gets that owner. It gets in that owner's mailbox first because oh, if somebody else waits till Wednesday that. or Thursday, well, yeah. I want them seeing my offer first because then I almost have dibs. Like at least if they can, if at least if like, say I'm going for a player, if I send them an offer on Tuesday and they get another offer on a Wednesday from somebody else, mm-hmm. Just about every single owner is going to have the common courtesy to say, hey, you know what? I got another offer. Like, do you want to up yours? They're going to come back to me at least. Hopefully I can get a deal done before anybody else even makes an offer because everybody else is focusing on those stupid waiver things for guys that they're just going to cut three weeks from now. Um, So I want to get my trade offers in there first. So I do it on Tuesdays, but that also does that actually forces people to then the first thing, what is, what's the first thing you do when you get a trade offer? Like you go and you look at your roster, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like you're like, Oh, okay. Is this what, I don't know. What am I doing in this league? Is this a contending team? Is this a rebuilding team? Usually I, for me, at least when I get a trade offer, I go and I set my lineup in that league for the week to see like, okay, do I, what is my, I don't even remember what my lineup looks like in this league. So I need right. to do that. So it forces somebody to go look at that lineup. And if you can identify that they have a hole and you give them that offer on a Tuesday, they might be a little bit more intrigued and be like, all right, well, I can already, I can go ahead and take care of this lineup before anything else even happens. They might wait till Wednesday because they might be a waiver wire warrior and they might say, I can, maybe I can get somebody to plug and play off the waiver wire. They're not going (laughs) to. So so then Wednesday when waivers run and they're like, okay, well, I got this, uh, I got this third Jacksonville wide receiver. 
Yay. Okay. Do I want to plug him in now? No, I'd rather have Alan Lazard. All right, I'll give up the second. Uh, yeah, we're so talking. I, I, might, I might say don't wait till Thursday. Uh, get Be the first to make an offer, and a lot of times you end up having a little success with it. Nice, dude. Nice. I love it. This is great, bro. Yeah, I can talk. Good. Literally, I could talk trades for – well, I mean, that's that's basically all I do on – well, not on game night. Game night, obviously. <laughs> we don't talk – well, we kind of do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all we do on Wall Street is trade okay. value and trades. I, I talk trades forever. So check this out. Check this out. I'm in a uh, the DLF Champion Series. No, I'm in two of those. Oh, with the two-point tight end, right? Yes. Okay, I have Saquon. It's my only other league I have Saquon in. Who do you got? Saquon, Barkley, Corey Davis, or Kareem Hunt, Mo Cox, or Tyler Higby? I'm going to have to write this one down. Tell me that one again. It's Barkley, Corey Davis, or Kareem Hunt, Mo Cox, Tyler Higby. No, that's a Saquon. That's easy. Yeah, it's Saquon. I, I mean, that's it's Saquon by a mile. You said that's a, it's a two point. It's a two point, uh, two point premium tight end, which is awesome because you can, if if you play it right, you can do exactly what this person's trying to do to you and be like, right. "Hey, tight ends get two points." Right. Yeah. Here, Guess take what? all take tight ends get two wire. points. Yeah. So. Take my waiver wire, Mo Alley Cox, and uh, this guy Tyler Higby, who's had a pretty good week in week two over there, yeah. and uh, maybe you remember that still. And yeah. give me Saquon. And Corey so. Davis, who's, you know, he's had an Corey okay. Davis he's he's always been okay. And this year he's actually been pretty nice. Yeah. He's doing the Devontae Parker. Uh, he's doing that dance. So. Let's hope so. Uh, geez, who knows, man. So, yeah, there goes my crumbling powerhouse. All right. Well, uh, speaking of speaking of Saquon, I did make a trade for Saquon this week. Um, it's, a, it's a league I fired up this year, auction. And I got a bunch of firsts coming up next year. I punted with a bunch of rookies and next year first. So I'm not trying to win this year. I mean, my my quarterbacks are Tua and Herbert and a bunch of crap. So I didn't even expect to be having to have any quarterbacks at week three. So I traded DeAndre Swift, Tyler Boyd, and Greg Ward, who cares, for Saquon. So it was uh, I'm sorry, you said DeAndre yep. Swift and Tyler Boyd. Swift uh, and Boyd. Yeah, I like that. I, I like take, I like uh, the Saquon yeah. so I like the Saquon side of that. I think it was not super far off, but I think for me, with what I have, you know, investing in 2021, it was a perfectly fine yeah. trade. You know, so where 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 are you guys on the on the Saquon for Ceh or Saquon for Taylor train? Uh, I got I immediately got offered Matt Price uh, actually <laughs> on one of my co-hosts nice. immediately offered me Saquon for Jonathan Taylor when Saquon was uh, out. Yep. And I, I was like, mm, no, you're right. going to have to add to it. And uh, he sent an offer and I was like, oh man, dude, I think you're going to have to add more. And then he, he then he's finally like, how much more? <laughs> uh, and I told him and he was like, okay, I'm probably good with that. I happen to co-own with another owner on this. And I was like, I'm going to have to like talk to him. <laughs> I was like, but I'm pretty sure I like, I'm good with this deal. And Matt's like, well, I got, I got another person I'm negotiating with. I'm, I might wrap that up. And I'm like, I can't, I don't feel comfortable just making the deal without, for, right. you know, this is like a huge deal. Hell yeah. I, like usually I'm like, operate on your own. I don't care. I trust you. You trust me, whatever. Right. Uh, in this case, I'm like, man, this is like a team changing. You got to run this up the we're, Like we're, we're competing. Like this would be not competing uh, and giving, say, giving Jonathan Taylor to, our, to like our biggest competitor in the league. So we're like, we would be admitting we aren't playing for this year at all. Uh, 
So I didn't feel super comfortable just doing that one on my own. Uh, he didn't get back to me in time, and Matt ended up getting uh, Miles Sanders. I think Matt had to pay. He might, or no, it might have been, it might have been a straight flip for Miles Sanders. But for me, Pretty honestly, you're like right now, I'm, I'm not giving Jonathan Taylor for Saquon for for free. I'm not no giving Ceh. Hell no. I know what a year's worth of production on a championship contending team is worth because I have paid that price many, many times. Like when I'm going for it, people know they can gouge me because I don't fucking care. I just want to win. Right. And so people, but that's how I, that's how I treat other people too. If I know they're going for it, like you're going to pay a championship tax. Like that's just, there's no way around it. I understand that when I'm going for it, I'm paying an extra price. People know that they can take advantage of me. And that's fine. Take advantage of me. I don't care. I'm going to pay up for Alvin Kamara because I want to keep my team. I want to win. Like more than anything, I want to win. So I will pay the price. But I also expect that then from other people. And yeah, I mean, I, it was it was going to be a lot. I mean, it was like a I – th I think it was going to be like a first, second, and third in an auction wow. league where like basically so the auction dollars all pool. But yeah, I mean, right. Matt, Matt's team is – it's really – it's easily one of the top two teams. Like if he doesn't make the championship – something went terribly, terribly wrong. But he, he, even with depth, you can't replace Saquon with depth yeah. for an entire season. Like, you need another stud running back right there. So I'll tell you that right now, I don't have much besides Saquon at running back in that particular league uh, auction. At the end of the season, I'm hoping that the guy with Jonathan Taylor has been eliminated, and I can try to move Saquon straight up for Jonathan Taylor. Well, that's what yeah. we have to wait for. We have to wait for guys, for, for teams to start once they're they know they're out of it, then they don't care. I'll take I'll take the Saquon this year and give up, you know, the capital that it will take to get Saquon because I'm no longer competing this year. This is what, that's what all these guys think. Oh, I have a shot. I have a shot. But once they're completely out of it, I feel like the the price will be a little bit more. Everything will kind of level itself out, and you'll be able to get what you want for Saquon. Perhaps right. this is why I'm in this particular league, in the HQ One league. I'm trying to hold on to the wins and not not crash and burn so early, so I can maybe get sell the Saquon and get a little bit more than I would now. Maybe in a couple of weeks, when there yeah. are, when when there are more teams that are like, oh yeah, there's it's I'm not winning this year. I might as well. Because anyone that's on my team now, all they're doing is just just ruining my my draft capital for next year. So I might as well take the Saquon and have the hole in my the hole on my team now that'll secure that draft that 2021 draft position because that's what you're doing right now. You're just adding, you're just gathering, you're just gaining more points. That's just going to screw up your draft position next year. Yeah, and see, like the guy that has, uh, you know, we play some doubleheaders. We just had our first week of doubleheaders, so he's one in three with Jonathan Taylor. You know, that's the kind of guy that I hope gets to two and seven or something and realizes, okay, I'm out of this. And that's when I can go, okay, we're midway through the season. I'll get Jonathan Taylor. And my team's not good enough that it's going to matter anyway, especially if I'm only starting one QB. But I get, I gain those years, you know, a couple years there with no injury history, that kind of thing. And, and uh, I think that might be something I can do. So, like, if, if listeners are out there and you have Saquon, you're not a competing team, I think you can still capitalize on getting younger or getting healthier later in the season if you can use some of that cachet from the from the Saquon name. Once the player, once the person who has that player you're targeting is not in contention, because then those points don't mean anything. The lost year of Saquon points it means nothing if they're not contending. Even if it doesn't work, then Saquon's 
Saquon value will bounce. Yeah, it'll back. bounce. Back. That's oh, why he doesn't good. lose. That's why he doesn't really lose value to me. It's just I just have to wait yeah. for the. I it, it's 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 he didn't lose it to me because it's still there. I just have to wait to get it a little bit now. Like yeah, if yeah. I want to cash out on Saquon, if I want to get a really good price, I have to wait till next year when yeah. we see that video of him. And oh yeah, look, this dude's gonna recover. Like he is a beast. Oh, I have yeah. no, I have no he's doubt in my mind he's going to yeah. be coming back just fine what do you think of this so though? i'll cash out then if i really want to get out on I'm so i, I want to get out on i'll just keep him who cares <laughs> i've been going after an owner in our league that has no chance of winning he had nobody he didn't he couldn't even field a an actual starting lineup before the, the uh, rookie draft <laughs> so i offered him and he had a bunch of picks he, he took over an orphan and he sold the acquired a ton of picks he sold his whole team I offered him Barkley, Cortland Sutton, and a 2022 first rounder for Taylor and AJ Brown. Is that is that a is that a trash trade or what? You offered Barkley and Sutton for and AJ a, Brown. A, Barkley and, Sutton and a first. Barkley Sutton and a 2022 first for okay. Taylor, Taylor um, AJ Brown. I don't think that's trash. I think that's no, probably fairly even. I mean Sutton Sutton and a first uh to AJ Brown feels fair. And I think, you know. Saquon and Jonathan Taylor in the, in the grand scheme of things, I think it, it ends up being somewhat fair. If I, I mean, was him, I probably would have taken that offer. I mean, okay. Yeah. So John, this guy has, I mean, he has the fewest points in the league by a significant margin. He's clearly not trying to win this year. So the points don't mean anything. So yeah, for me, I think I would have gone Saquon and it was a Barkley. He, I mean, he could have had these two building blocks and that additional, and that additional, that additional per first round. is nice. So, I mean, yeah, I, 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 was I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad offer at all. And I, no, uh-uh. I'm, honestly, I mean, unless you're like Mr. Jonathan Taylor, number one fan club, I, I don't really see the reason to not take that trade. Right. I like, I like AJ Brown. AJ Brown plays on the Tennessee Titans offense. <laughs> um, In a league I, where like with Ryan yeah. Tannehill at quarterback, I, I, I think he will always have somewhat of a cap. I, maybe I'm wrong because last year they didn't. And he was great. I, I still will always have a little bit of fear in the Titans offense, especially if Corey Davis ends up becoming, you know, a usable uh, wide receiver. Like he's getting used a lot this year. That's hurting AJ Brown. He turned that offer down, Larry. He did. Yeah. So I went back at him because I know he's not that big of a Swift guy. I went back at him and offered him Barkley Sutton for Swift AJ Brown. And he didn't, he didn't decline that one too. Uh, I feel like Swift is still kind of a buy low right now. I mean, he in a league where the second lowest points is three hundred ninety three, he has two hundred fifty six. I'd be I'd be trying to cash in on getting anything that's going to be. I mean, the value that he would have come April with Saquon is going to be greater than what it you know Swift and whatever. I, I don't I know. Can't I, think, I think it would be about the same as Jonathan Taylor. Uh, my bet is yeah. next year. My bet is next year. They're about be, equal yeah. value. Um, but in the wide receivers, he might. Deal. The wide receivers might be a little different. Like Brown's probably going to have more value next year than Sutton. But he's going to have an extra first too. Like that's huge. I mean, I I don't, I I don't think it's a bad offer, and I'm kind of surprised he didn't take it. If I was in his situation, I I might have countered and said like, throw me in a 2022 second since I have to wait a little while for this first. You know, maybe throw me a second or something too. I mean, I and you probably you probably would have given it. I probably. I mean, throw in a 2021 third. I have one of those. I could probably toss one of those. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean Taylor. I mean, he just went berserk. So I understand. I understand the you know the fanfare that Taylor yeah. has right now. I mean, he's he's the hot. He he went he went nuts. He's you know, he's behind that offensive line. 
you know, Mac's done. So Brown's coming back soon. I mean, I, I could have used the two pieces to just keep it, keep things. I mean, they would, they would have replaced my two, two of my biggest guys. And who cares about the 2022 first rounder? Uh, if I'm a competitor, if you're competing, you don't care about 2022 picks. So nope. that one, um, that's a deal I might send again. I know I said you, yeah. you might just want to pack it in and stop trying to plug holes. Yeah. Uh, but if you're already given, I mean, like, here's the, here's the downside to you. Like these plug your holes, that's it. But then you're out of your 2021s, 2022s. Like you don't yeah. have stuff left. So you got to make it through the rest of the year without injury. Like that's scary. But right. in this case, you're getting two good players. So it and they're two young players. It's yes. not like it's, it's not like yeah. you're right. you know, ruining. You're your not getting. You're not getting now. Julio. Uh, you know. Yeah. Who is, who, who's still, who's still going to score points, but he's he's going to yeah, decline in value. Yeah. Like the value yeah. will remain. So yeah, I'm not. I, I would try and get that one done. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll. I, 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 I might. I might invest if you're willing to invest those three, those two players plus the first. Yeah, uh, I'd probably be willing to throw in a little bit more to get it done. Yeah, especially uh, because the second it could be, you know, pick 32. Yeah. You know, the 16 team league. So all right. I can't thank John Bosch enough for for joining us here tonight. I know he's got to do the Dynasty Wall Street, which is a great pod. I have a Dynasty Wall Street t-shirt nice. that I, I think I think I bought um me and you traded a couple of uh in uh, some DMs I was on the toilet in Disney World. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> I don't remember you being no, on the toilet in Disney World, but, uh, but okay. <laughs> I think I was in like Universal Studios. Uh, I was uh, so because it was something. It was something it had something to do with the Scott Fishbowl. Like buy t- buy like buy a T-shirt and you'll get like an entry into a. Oh, fish we did. Yeah, like two years ago, we raffled off. Like we had one spot to give away, and, right. and we I had like I don't know. We had like fifteen shirts left, and we were like, anybody that buys a shirt, the proceeds go to fantasy cares and you get and we'll raffle off an entry yeah, so. so i was like and, and i'm texting him and i'm like i'm sitting on a toilet in universal <laughs> studios right now and you were just like you were like I'm probably oh, yeah, like oh, okay. <laughs> uh <laughs> sure here's here's my paypal send me to the shirt uh, <laughs> oh yeah it was something like that did you win okay. the ent- did you win the entry or did somebody I did else not, I did oh not. dang uh, casey Kasem got me in um, oh okay good good yeah, good, good. Uh, yeah so i'm in i'm two and one having a good season so far this year so hopefully um you know my rookies start start producing more I, justin jefferson just went berserk so i got him going now he's 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 now live and in my starting lineup now so we'll see how that goes but uh, yeah, I, I made it i made it through the first week cmc list and i managed to get a win so i'm like just tread water and get cmc back please just tread water nice 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 well well thank you for making the time for us my man i, I really appreciate it thanks and, for having uh, me yeah, uh, totally man you can find thanks, thanks for heading up eliminators and stuff and getting your groups together oh and yeah that's right man. people went fast i appreciate that it, when, when people when people bring the group essentially uh it makes life a lot easier <laughs> yeah no i didn't want i knew i knew you were i knew you had a ton of a ton of stuff going on so i, I wanted to make it as easy as possible and and try to not put anything on your plate not bother you i knew you were juggling a million things at the same time so <laughs> it's it's not a bother i i do promise you that i definitely i definitely get overwhelmed and i definitely don't get back to people as quickly as i try to in june um but it's <laughs> definitely not a bother i do not ever think i'm do not ever think you're bothering me I, awesome. I love it when people reach out and say, Hey, can I be in charge of one? Yeah. And I have 10 people ready to play. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> that is a change. this year. I did change that last year. I was like, okay, you got one. I'm putting your name on the list this year. I did tell everybody like, 
Okay, see if you can like half fill it, please. Like do a little bit of the work, get it halfway filled, and then yeah. uh, then I'll get your name on the list. We'll fill it the rest of the way. I That's think smart. you filled up. I think you filled up. Well, you filled up uh, one for your one under you and one for your podcast. Like yeah. you had no problem. So I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. It definitely right, makes yeah. it a lot easier to do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Dynasty Wall Street, Dynasty Game Night. You got anything else going on that we need to just put out there? No. What's going on? Uh, I do have one more podcast that I don't do as frequently in the off season, but I do it frequently in the in season. Or in the point scoring season per Russ Fisher, yes. uh, Dynasty Panic Room. It's also on Dynasty Trade Calculator. Yes, and this is one where uh, as soon as a guy like I feel, you can feel it on Twitter when Twitter is turned on a player. Like you can just you could like everybody's against this guy. So I put out a I put out a poll, and I'm like, all right, let's test this. I'm in enough leagues then that I can take whatever Twitter tells me to do, whatever they say is fair value. I can send an offer in like 30 leagues if I wanted uh, and get a true test of the market. Like, hey, is Twitter really off? Uh, I did it this week for Joe Mixon, and I will be recording that tonight. That'll be up on the Dynasty Trade Calculator podcast right, right. soon. Sweet. Nobody on Twitter likes Joe Mixon anymore. The value came out to be <laughs> a first a first and a second was the, uh, was the, was the highest percentage of the options on the on the uh, poll and friend, uh, friend of the show angry sports couple her just traded uh mixon for a 21 first just straight a single up, first? first straight up yeah Holy people have shit. such short memory Keep because dragging. last year he was one of those guys that was on fire second half of the season all of a sudden he you know he's great think whatever. about what a first could get you it could get you Keyshawn vaughn yeah yep like Congrats. Nice. You have <laughs> Keyshawn Vaughn. You could have had Joe. I mean, maybe Keyshawn Vaughn's going to be better than Joe Mixon. Maybe John Ross. Uh, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Oof. So uh, that's a, that's also on the Dynasty Trade Calculator feed, the same place that the Dynasty Wall Street podcast is found. So uh, I will be getting back into those. I, I love I love getting to do that when somebody just takes a total Twitter tank job. And I get to go, all right, I'm going to go try and acquire this guy. Or somebody blows up. I've done it that way too. Where somebody blows up that I have on a lot of rosters, like with DJ Chark last year. Like <laughs> he just went berserk. And I, for some reason, had a ton of GJ, DJ Chark. Like he was just a guy I managed to get lucky on. And I put on my rosters off waivers and took him in the yeah. last round of startups and stuff like that. It was, I got really, really lucky on him. But Twitter got nuts for him. So I sold a bunch of him. <laughs> so. I uh, that, that you can, so it's like, you know, it's a, it's a quick, quick hitting podcast where I, I talk about the actual trades that I offer, what gets accepted, what, what gets countered. I, I kind of walk through the, uh, the deals that I make around these, these Twitter polls, which gets, gets, gets a little nerve wracking, to be honest, to let, to let Twitter kind of be in charge of, uh, hey. some of my movement, but usually I have enough of a player to go one way or the other. If I disagree with Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So. Yep. We're, we're all there with you, my man. Thanks for listening to the dynasty. Hot sauce podcast.